This is Over the Top Cycling, Boulder, Colorado. You are listening to Health Journal with Colleen Lingley, registered dietitian. Colleen, welcome to the show. Always great to chat with you. Ditto, George. Now, today, we're going to be talking about a lot of things that I cannot pronounce. Yes. Um, so, superoxide dismutase, better known as SOD. There's a lot of supplements out there that claim to have it. And then copper, zinc, and manganese, which are minerals. Okay, copper, zinc, and manganese, I'm good. Yes. <laughs> and then we'll just go SOD. But if you could kind of tell us what SOD is again every now and then, that would be great. Sure, absolutely. So let's get into supplements. I mean, there are companies out there that sell a lot of supplements. They tend to be very expensive. Um, obviously, we need them to a point, but do we really need to take supplements if our diet is good? No. Um, unless you're doing like hoodoo or race across America or something like that where you're doing training rides of like 10 hours a day, then you might need some amino acid supplementation. Um, you might need a little more zinc and manganese and copper and things like that. But overall, if you're eating beans, nuts, seeds, oysters, leafy greens, and, you know, we'll kind of get into more of that later. If you're eating a good balance, then you're probably getting enough of the minerals that you need. Ooh, and you said oysters, which I love. Yeah, those are really high in copper, zinc, and manganese. Those are great. And but, any any specific ways that you are cooking this food? I know this is a like three or four shows on itself, but do you want to eat these foods raw, boiled? What are you looking at? So with minerals, they don't cook out like they do with vitamins or antioxidants. So minerals stay in the food and actually... If you have copper pipes that you drink water out of uh, that's, that's hot or it's not cold water, then you can get copper leaching into the water and get copper that way. Or cooking in cast iron skillets, you get iron that way. Um, the, the minerals are really, it really doesn't matter the content in the soil. Uh, the plants tend to make their own for the minerals. Now, there's the RDA, obviously, but... I mean, can you kind of go through exactly what we should be getting and how we get that? Sure. So the RDA is the recommended dietary allowance, which is the nutrient requirement of nearly all healthy individuals. So 97 to 98% of healthy individuals. So it doesn't include illness or anything like that. So the RDA for copper is only 900 micrograms, which is 0.9 grams per day. And then the RDA for zinc is 8 milligrams for women and 11 milligrams for men. And manganese has an adequate intake set because there is no RDA. There's not enough evidence to set a recommended dietary allowance. So an adequate intake is just determined basically on what healthy people have in their in their system, their levels. So the adequate intake for manganese is 2.3 milligrams for men and 1.8 milligrams for women. So the best way to get those, um, copper 
the copper, zinc, and manganese are basically the same foods. So a half cup of any nuts, beans, cocoa powder, sesame seeds, sunflower seeds, soy flour, spirulina or soy seaweed, oysters, and liver. So like lamb, beef, goose, and duck liver, or teff or millet. Those are the grains that will have a good balance of copper, zinc, and manganese. Okay, millet I'm good, but I remember too much liver and onions when I was a kid and I would want to go to a supplement. <laughs> <laughs> well, really, one oyster meets your needs. <laughs> really? It's that high. So that wow. you're good there. So the supplement that you would maybe want to take could be seaweed, spirulina. So it's a real food supplement. Um, but otherwise, I've, I've run into two people now who've been taking what's called ZMA. It's zinc... Oh gosh, what does it stand for? It stands for zinc, monomethionine, aspartate, magnesium aspartate, and vitamin B6. And they're ending up with um, excess symptoms, symptoms of toxicity. And that was my next question is, you know, you were saying like the amount for manganese is what is in a healthy person. You know, if I take more, am I going to get more benefit? Obviously not. No, because so the symptoms of deficiency are usually very similar to the symptoms of toxicity. So there's just a balance where you feel better and you're not feeling worse because you're deficient or you feel worse because you have too much. If you're eating food, you're not going to get an excess or a toxicity. If you're taking supplements, it's really easy to get a toxicity. And again, this is with minerals, not vitamins, because right. vitamins, I was always under the impression, and I am like, <laughs> glad you're on the show. <laughs> <laughs> but like when I would take uh, supplements that were loaded with vitamins, you pee a lot. And yes. it changes color, and it gets very strong smelling. I mean, it sounds like this doesn't happen so much with excess minerals. Excess vitamins you just get rid of, correct? Correct. The minerals are stored in liver, muscle, and bone. So they, they build up. And that's why if you don't eat something with a certain amount of minerals in it one day, you're not going to feel any deficiency symptoms because you have stores. It takes a long time before you actually experience deficiency symptoms. So how, as we're looking at our diets as athletes... Uh, like you were saying, if you're out doing a, a ride that's 10 hours or longer, you probably do need a supplement. Why is that? So we oxidize our bodies when we exercise. And there's a really potent antioxidant called superoxide dismutase. That is made from copper, zinc, and manganese. So in trying to counteract this oxidizing effect of exercise we burn through more of those minerals and gosh you can uh, coppers used to make adrenaline or epinephrine norepinephrine and dopamine so copper makes neurotransmitters and then copper also forms connective tissue it helps form connective tissue so like you know ligaments and tendons and things like that and then it oxidizes iron so that 
it combined to what's called transferrin, which is the transport for iron. So you can become anemic from not enough copper. And then it also, copper is also required to make ATP, which is our energy. Mm-hmm. And then if you take too much zinc, then copper absorption goes down. So you don't get any of that stuff. You don't get, you end up feeling tired and um, you just don't feel right. So then performance decreases. And then zinc removes phosphate groups from the ATP energy molecule to form energy. When that break, when it breaks off a phosphate group, then we get energy from that. So if you don't have enough zinc, then you have low energy. Um, our immune system is dependent on zinc. It makes the white blood cells called T lymphocytes. So they kill germ-infected or cancer cells. And then our nerve cells talking to muscle cells are dependent on zinc also. Yeah, so so between copper and zinc, it's really important to have a good balance. Zinc tablets are what uh, kind of the anti-cold remedies right. are, aren't they? Yes, and unless you have a deficiency, then those really don't work. <laughs> if you have enough zinc, then it'll your body will do its thing without the zinc lozenges because the research is conflicting on whether those actually help or not. And it, it looks like if you're deficient, or slightly deficient, then the lozenges do decrease the duration of the cold. You're listening to Over the Top Cycling. This is Health Journal with registered dietitian Colleen Lingley. Over the Top Cycling, you can follow us on Facebook at Over the Top Cycling. Same uh, on Instagram, also Over the Top Cycling. On Twitter, we are Over the Top Bike. Please check out our new website, overthetopradio.net. And be sure to download us on iTunes or off of the Acast app. Colleen, this sounds very... It's so simple, but at the same time, there's a lot of information and research. And and what am I going to have to look up when I'm eating? And do I keep a journal of what I'm eating? I mean, taking a supplement just sounds easy. Right. (laughs) A lot of the supplements will add things that counteract the absorption of each other. So some supplements will add, say, calcium and iron together in the same supplement. Well, calcium and iron compete for absorption, so you're not going to absorb as much of either one if, um, like if you took them separately or if you just ate it from food. So there's a lot of enzymes involved in eating real food, uh, that, and they really can't duplicate completely vitamins from, from food. Uh, but food is perfectly balanced. So, I mean, as long as you know, you're, if you're eating beans, nuts, leafy greens, seeds, and whole grains, then you're probably getting everything you need. And then some seafood here and there. I was going to say, and then throw in an oyster and you're yeah. good to go. Oyster or liver. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I was talking with you a little bit before we started recording you know, I've been through a long bike race, a lot of travel, very, very tired. My diet just went way, way, way in the wrong direction. I feel awful. I don't want to cook right now because I'm tired. I, what does a person do? When, I mean, I know that's that's not out of the ordinary. People work a lot. They're busy. They're tired when they get home, don't want to cook necessarily. Um, what are some ways... It's really not hard to eat a good diet, is it? 
it really isn't. And if you're tired, you can open a can of beans. You don't have to cook them, you know, in the crock pot all day or cook them for two hours on the stove or whatever it may be. You can open a bag of baby spinach and dump it in a bowl. And there's a lot of shortcuts. They just cost a little more. It, it would be cheaper to, you know, prepare all the food on Sunday or something one day of the week that you do have time and then have it all done and you grab it out of the fridge at night when you get home. That's really the best way to do it. You know, if I have my beans in a copper can and I heat that up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the beans have their own copper, so that's good too. <laughs> what, you know, we, we had a show entirely about beets. Is there kind of a magic food that, uh, I mean, you've already listed off some that, again, it doesn't sound like a very convoluted menu. It's very straightforward and simple. Right. There really is the um, legume family, peanuts, peas, beans, lentils, that kind of thing. Those are the magic food. You could eat those and be fine. So like last year when I was really prepping for race across the West and trying to trim down to race weight and uh, feel good, I was really mostly on a diet of red beans and rice. I'd have that at lunch or I'd make it for dinner, have the leftovers at lunch, maybe add a little something to it the next day. It was great. I felt really good. That's perfect. And if it's brown rice, then there's even more of the um, manganese in it than in the white rice. So how does someone research what is in certain foods as far as the minerals go? So there's an excellent research-based website from the USDA. The website is ndb.nal. .usda.gov. Great. Thanks, Colleen. Could you please repeat that for us? ndb.nal.usda.gov. It's the USDA nutrient lists in food and drinks, and it's all lab-based. They've tested these foods. It's extremely specific. The weight is usually in grams. You can do household measure. Um, you can... Pick the nutrients you want the lists to pop up with, and if you want it in order of food, alphabetical order, you could do that, or nutrient, you know, most most nutrients to least nutrients, you can arrange it that way. It's an excellent website. And just in case, could you repeat that one more time? Sure. It's ndb.nal.usda.gov. So why do you think supplements have become so popular? Is it because we're looking for an easy fix? I think that could be part of it. Um, I also think people are duped into thinking they need supplements and spending money. And it depends on the gym that you go to <laughs> or what you've read or what Dr. Oz had on that day. <laughs> <laughs> So, it, I mean, what really crushes me here is that you could be trying to do something good for yourself, but actually harming your performance by doing it. That's right. So, Colleen, when you're noticing uh, a downturn in your performance, what are some things you should look at in your diet? You know, I, hey, I'm taking my supplements. I think I'm eating right. What, what are some things you could break down? Um, are you getting too much or are you getting too little? How do you, how do you find out? Well, 
you can, it's would be a good idea to kind of mark down when you started something new and see how long you've been taking that. And if it's a mineral, then eight weeks is really the limit for upper level mineral supplementation. Um, you, gosh, it's really tough to know what interacts with what, but you can always do an experiment on yourself and stop taking the supplements and try, you know, real foods and, um, gosh, look at your sleep patterns, look at your job and stress and how much time you're devoting to how much more time you're devoting to non-exercise related things that are stealing away from your performance as well. Well, sleep and stress are enormous. <laughs> yes, they are, because lack of sleep will make you eat stuff you don't normally eat, junk food and soda and things like that, because the body's looking for energy from somewhere because you're tired and you're just trying to stay awake. So sleep definitely contributes to weight gain and you know, lack of wanting to eat healthy and even our, our gut flora can contribute to a decreased immune system and um, craving junk food. It's like a second brain they're finding out. It's really interesting. I think we have the topic for our next show. I think so. <laughs> and Colleen, we are now going to be uh, putting our topics out there in advance and promoting them on our Facebook page so that people are going to be able to send in questions um, and we'll be able to spend part of the show in the future answering uh, audience questions. Nice. That sounds good. So, very good to have you on again. Uh, just one last time, go ahead and give us that uh, website again. It's ndb.nal.usda.gov. All right. Colleen Leanley, thanks very much for joining us. Thank so, you, George. You've been listening to Health Journal with Colleen Lingley, registered dietitian on Over the Top Radio. Again, you can follow us on Facebook at Over the Top Cycling, Instagram at Over the Top Cycling, our new website, overthetopradio.net, Twitter, we're Over the Top Bike, and you can download us on iTunes or the ACAST app. Thanks so much for listening.